Welcome back everyone to Sentient Future. This is episode 27. With the goal of living more intentionally, we continue our look at the fourth skill of the sentient worldview, interpreting our situation with reason. Specifically, today we will look at our interpretation of signals. Signals are a type of communication that take many different forms. They can be obvious or subtle, dynamic or static. And there are types of signals that we can detect with each of our five senses. Common examples of visual signals include flashing lights and sign language. Common examples of auditory signals include alarms, someone speaking, and sudden silence. Common examples of olfactory signals, those we smell with our noses, include gas leaks, rotting food, and pheromones. Common examples of gustatory or taste signals include sweetness, sourness, saltiness, bitterness, and umami. And finally, common examples of somatosensory or touch signals include hardness, roughness, pressure, and temperature. Now, while everything we sense is a form of signal, as a form of interpretation, it's distinct. Distinct from the other types of reasoned interpretation that we've been covering, like logic, creativity, analysis slash calculation, morality, probability, approximation, diagrams, visual, and verbal. Evaluation of signals is a distinct form of interpretation because it rarely follows a linear or defined process, but rather the interpretation of signals is finding the connection between what we detect and what we've observed in the past so that we can assign meaning to it. Let's look at some more examples. At a railroad crossing, you might observe the light turn on, the alarm go off, and the arm come down. These visual and auditory signals are dynamic, in that it's their change that is of importance to you. Both are designed to be obvious to you, for safety reasons, and so they trigger your interpretation of them. The fastest interpretation is if you've seen a railroad crossing before. You recognize that a train is coming, and that it's dangerous to proceed, and so you wait but sometimes signals are entirely new to us. This is how a design of a signal, from whoever is trying to communicate with you, matters greatly. The arm comes down to physically prevent you from proceeding. Even if you don't recognize that a train is coming, that design choice promotes the correct, and in this case, safe, behavior. Same thing with a high-pitched alarm, to which our brains are really sensitive because it's similar to a baby crying. It causes us to stop and think. And lastly, the color choice for the light, red, which we take seriously because it's the same color as blood. Now let's look at a more subtle example. Let's say your significant other leaves a bill on the table, with the intent that you'll see it and pay it. You come home and any number of things can happen. Firstly, you might not even see it, being focused on something else. You might see it and just think it requires filing, or you might see it and interpret it as a request for action. That type of signal is subtle and static. Now the obvious disadvantage with subtle and static signals is that they might not be detected and other people might not assign the intended meaning to it. One advantage to subtle or static signals, however, is they work nicely if you need to be secretive or covert, usually in a public place. This is a very basic form of encrypted message. One example of an encrypted message is on the baseball field where a coach might make hand gestures to a player. The other team might be able to detect the signal, but won't be able to assign the correct meaning. And now we come to my favorite segment of every episode. So what? Well, you can be on the transmitting or receiving end of a signal. If you're on the transmitting side, 
Then your goal is to ensure your signal is detected by the right people and assigned the right meaning so that it promotes the intended behavior, all the while ensuring that people you don't want to have receive the message either don't detect it or can't assign the correct meaning. This is also a really interesting application of empathy. To ensure your message is interpreted the way you intended, it is really important to understand how the other person thinks. Similarly, if you are on the receiving end of a signal, you can improve your detection of signals by developing the second skill of the sentient worldview, sensing context. And then empathy is also important in assigning the signal meaning. How does the person who transmitted it think? So signals are everywhere, it's your job to assign the meaning in your own life and filter out the ones that are irrelevant to you. Connect them with past experiences and consider how other people think. Using the relevant information will help you achieve your goals and feel more fulfilled. The goal of intentional living. As always, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to your call-ins. Until next time, live intentionally. Sentient Future out.